we're on. You finished messing around with those sliders. Those sliders are very important to the whole entire process. Guess who's back? Me. Yo, bitches! <laughs> <laughs> Have you listened to the one without you in it? Not yet. Oh, you deliberately yeah. missing it? No. Well, I was very offended. Be interested to know if you think it was better or worse. <laughs> I'm sure it will be uh, just as good. Well, we missed you. We did miss you. And I think the fact that we may have called you the cousin Greg of podcasts. <laughs> I think you said that. <laughs> Is that, that. why you want me to listen to it? Just so I can embrace all the insults. No, no. It was, it's it was, better than being the cousin Greg of good, which is what Chris called me initially. So <laughs> I'll take it. It's getting more focused. I'm moving towards Logan. Oh, How's the shark nice. doing this this weather? Shark's tired. Tired. Shark's got a sharklet. <laughs> <laughs> I have a three week old sharklet who is making a lot of noise in the middle of the night, but it gives me tons of time to read. <laughs> I think that's what babies do. You've had four of them now. You that's should know. He's, he's One of Boris good. Johnson of good. <laughs> Bojo of good. You should get your hair dyed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I you? like how this is turned. The evolutionary dead end of the honey monster. <laughs> oh, don't get all political. A, ha- a haunted, horrible oh. egg. <laughs> <laughs> That's the f- credit Frankie Boyle for the, yeah, the, the, the references. Right, I've no time for this. Let's Play the get music. started. Welcome to the Good Roundup. Good is a bank of songs in the UK, and from time to time, myself, Stuart Steele, sits down with Chris Lumsden. Hello. And Julie Murdo. Hello. And we talk about brand. And we love brand. We are brand daft. And so, uh, and today, uh, we're going to have a little chat about uh, a thing that I like to talk about. And it's interesting because we talked a couple of weeks ago about brand architecture, which is one of those things that you may only do once or twice in your career. And now, one of the things, I've been at good for 11 years. 12 years? 11, 12 years. Feels like longer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, especially with the podcast. And one of the things when we started out doing tw- this uh, 12 years ago that was not really mentioned was the word, the dreaded word, content. <sighs> and it's interesting how it's become such a big thing in such a short time. Why content. has it become such a big thing? I think it's partly the way that things have moved online and you do a lot of research, so you've got to do it. I think it's a bit where it's cool. It's what the kids do. You've got to do the content. You've got to do the content because that's what the kids do and you've got to feed the beast of the social medias and you need email. And There's more channels, isn't there? There's yep. more places where you need to yep. populate with stuff. With stuff. And I think it's one of the interesting things about the content is that we start off on, as I can say, on day one when people start deciding to do content, Tons of ideas. Oh, hundreds of ideas. Not necessarily any good, but they've got lots of ideas. And the challenge is, what do you do in day 100? And that's where you kind of go onto websites and see the uh, the news section, which I hate with a blinding passion anyway. News, uh, you know. News. News. Yeah. Here's, here's, Press release. Here's news. Uh, news. Here's our news. And you kind of go, that news is uh, from four years ago about something that they did that actually was more internal than external and nobody cares anyway. And that's why it's just died to death. So, What role does brand play in this? It's got quite a 
It's got quite a big part to play. Say more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think we should let him be question master again. He's a little bit aggressive. She <laughs> He was like a young David Frost. <laughs> Brand has an important role to play in this as it does in everything else we talk about because that should be your anchor. That's what everything should build from. Now, we talked and we touched on this a second ago about, you know, it might not necessarily be brand-led content that you're creating for all of those mm. channels. It might be more product-focused or campaign-focused. Mm. All depends on the objective. But ultimately, it should all build from that same foundation. So it makes it easier once you've, <clears throat> if you've you that thread of established your brand throughout. foundation, then, yeah, you know kind mm. of how you should sound, be, feel, and all that. And, and it ties into the kind of the three problems that we see with clients the rule of three the rule of three i love a rule of three it's actually six but i've bundled it. i know but we like to bundle and basically the kind of the, the three problems we see with with content is first is of this all, client problems it's client problems but it has a knock-on effect for the customer mm-hmm. or who you're trying to talk to so the first one is is uh you've kind of got complexity so and as julie said more more channels more stuff where do you put all this and so you've kind of got where do we segment it? Do we need video? What what kind of assets do we need? What what are we going to say? Do we put it on the Twitter? Is Facebook any good? What about the Instagram? Hell, TikTok. What, what's this the is, TikTok? And this is falls to the same curse of the new shiny thing, doesn't it? The, you know, if yeah. there's a new channel, a new shiny thing, we've got to have, we've got to have it. As you know, I would like to call it uh, marketing by in-flight magazine. Oh, where, DM, DM. Yeah, where people then kind of go... You know, you'll get some, well, not anymore, obviously. It's, um, no, no. <laughs> you're not getting that. <laughs> it's not, it's right. not a high airline email. <laughs> <laughs> Remember this for a couple of ads at the bottom just because they've got things to sell. So, I mean, you're kind of, but that was the way it being, you know, somebody's on the thing reading an article in the British Airways business magazine about uh, TikTok and go, right, we need, what's our, t- what's our TikTok strategy? And uh, that's where it gets confusing. Mm. The challenge, when it gets harder and harder to kind of understand what to do, the complexity then it gets from the client point, from the customer point of view, is they can't find the content that they're looking for. Where, 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 where's relevant? What's the content? And if it's if the quality drops because you're trying to do everything, it just really hacks off the customer, and it becomes a pain in the butt for the customer. And I suppose is that also you know back to that thing about brand is that you can use that to help simplify the that complexity and use it to help choose channels or yeah, you approach? can do it. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I think you can, it definitely approach because if you know what you're trying to do and put it out there, it helps with the shaping of the content and what you're trying to do. When it comes to the next thing is the inefficiency, like who's doing this it. is the second issue. Yeah. And the second issue is it, it, it's, you have to be, it's hard. I mean, we produce content and it's hard and you know, there isn't, You've got to kind of come up with new things to say and new things to do. And it's just hard to do. And and especially if you've kind of then got different areas of a business, right? We'll do something and it starts to kind of contradict each other and it comes up with a tone of voice. And that's where brand really does come into play with, mm. on tone of voice and making sure that it feels as if it's all coming from the same place. And do, we, do you think there's a, maybe we'll come on to talk about this when we're talking about our own stuff, but do you think there's a place for kind of towing the company line in a place for having provocative view and, you know, even if it is coming from a brand perspective or does. I think, I think there's room to do it within reason. I think, I think, I think the, the kind of content is that it, should, it doesn't sit alone. And how does the provocative thing, are you happy to share that? What is the point in doing it? Basically it comes down to, which is like, if you, if it, if it, 
fits in with the business purpose and we'll get onto that in the content strategy, then yeah, I think you can, I think it also breaks it up. You can be a bit provocative because people like to be provoked in the nicest possible way to kind of have their thinking challenged. And if it's doing that and it's getting to a good purpose, yeah, why not? Rock on. We, we have a, an agent provocateur in our midst. Well, that's kind of where I was, <laughs> where I was thinking about because what we would put on the homepage of our site is not necessarily I've, the same tone as would come across in one of I've Chris's ranty of the, blog articles. I've lost count of the number of articles I've drafted <laughs> and given to Stuart and, and, and you, and you're going, you can't, you can't say that. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> we know what you're trying to say. <laughs> Let's but, maybe dial down the rantiness That slightly. doesn't speak to inefficiency, though. Inefficiency is quite a specific word. Yeah, what, that's true. Yeah, what, what, well, what, what, what the inefficiency is is actually trying to... is is trying to come make sure that it doesn't contradict the rest of the site though. Right. You know, because if you're saying we are customer focused and then you put up a rant to be provocative about how customers are arseholes. I have never done no, that. I'm not saying yeah. No, no, no. no not talking not, about you now. No, no, not yes. talking about you. Uh, but hypothetically, you know, hypothetically speaking. speaking, then that's what you've kind of got. You've got to make sure that it's it's kind of, that's an inefficient way of somebody, you know, Bob from product design going, I can do it. I can do an article. People don't under... Uh, people don't mm. appreciate my my great work. So uh, the, that uh, that would then manifest itself in some sort of confusion from the the cu- customer's point of view. Yeah, like, what, you you say one thing and kind of yeah. do another. But and also all, wasted effort and resource yeah. from a from a producer's point of view. You know, I think, and I know we're going to come on to talk about content strategy, but I think that's something we've seen a lot is where content has been produced in pockets or silos by. Maybe a, yeah. you know a member of the product team or a member of the I don't know marketing versus mind for the marketing team, and essentially you know there's there's inefficiency there because yeah. you're writing about the same thing in a slightly different way. Not coherent, but you're yeah. not you know yeah exactly. And and it becomes difficult for Google because this is how your content gets found. And if if for one reason, the more if there's two articles that are slightly different, you're hoping that people are going to find the right one, and it's just inefficient as a marketing tool. Doesn't make any sense, and that's back ties back to your kind of complexity thing, doesn't it? It's it's not that there's a shortage of content; it's a short shortage. Of, well, it's not necessarily a shortage of relevant content, but the harder you make for your customers, the, the harder you make it for people to find, then the less efficient it becomes. Absolutely. Okay, so we've been every you know it's com, number one was complexity, number two was inefficiency. Pray tell. Yes, uh, and the, and the last one is is just. Ineffectiveness because this is crap, <laughs> and you've spent. And even and John made a good point earlier on. We were chatting this through. Even if even if you're getting internal team members to write that content, you're you're still paying for it. You know, I love that statement that someone said once. They conflate the channel with you know value. That shit that arrives at the speed of light is still shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it doesn't matter yeah. that it's on a digital channel. It's yep. shit. Yeah, and you know you you pay for it twice. You know you're paying for it. Yeah, you're paying to create it, and then you're paying to promote it. Yep. So you know if you think about in in even if that is an internal team member that's producing it, there's still resource required that could potentially be better spent time better spent elsewhere. So there's still a cost attached to that, even if it's not a paying an agency to to build it or create it. Absolutely. So to me, that's asking about measurement, about you know. It is about me, but I mean, from the customer's point of view, what they're what they're searching for and trying to find answers to is basically, you know, it's it's ineffective content to help them make a decision. You know, so I mean, the ineffectiveness kind of works both ways for the client, and especially 
once you start kind of showing terrible content, and it's usually at the beginning of the customer journey that they're actually doing their their investigation and, and looking for this content, when they hit bad content that's not well written or with a purpose or with a point, and that's the very first example of they, them working with you as a business, they're just going to go, well, if this is... Now, nobody's thinking explicitly, if, well, this is a bad experience, therefore the whole thing is a bad experience. But underneath it all, they're kind of going, this is hard. So if it's hard just reading content mm. and getting the next thing, how what's it going to be like getting the product, buying the product, everything else? So you've got, it's your first foot forward, really. Mm-hmm. It's your calling card. So yeah, so that's the kind of three, you know, so that's the kind of thing. You've got an efficiency, complexity and effectiveness. And that's, you know, and that's the kind of challenge. Are they the uh, are you saying that that's the three things that we've seen most commonly? Yeah. 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 Okay. And then there's the challenge around content as a term, mm-hmm. whereas content means yeah. What what is what, what does everything's that mean? content? Yeah, everything's, it, yeah. it's the same as brand and. And what is digital. content, Stuart? <laughs> yeah. What is content? Well, it, it's not. I mean, it, it's a, it. I usually put all this up on as a slide. So imagine, if you will, I'm on slide. Four hundred seventy-three. <laughs> <laughs> a deck. I've put in a couple of pictures of cats just to keep you keep Good. you awake. Fat Spider Man. Fat Spider Man hanging about. But I mean, basically, content is information with a purpose for a targeted audience, and that can be that can be video, that can be copy, that can be a daft gif. And the purpose of that, that purpose has got to be educate, entertain, or persuade. And when you talk about persuade generally, what we mean is conversion. And so that content was a purpose. And that's, you know, I know it's a bit of a statement, but that purpose is key. Why are you doing it? How is this tying back to a bigger business goal? And you know, I love a business goal. Uh, you know, just wrapping it into the economic context, but what are you trying to achieve? With this, and 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 it's another podcast about comms planning, but the content is to ideally persuade somebody to take an action or take a next step or to read more or to find something else out. If it's not on something that you're trying to achieve, if you're not doing that, why the content is just frivolous, and nobody goes on the that idea of going on the internet to surf is a lot of bollocks. I've not heard that for ages. Well, I know, but it's surfing. So there's always some level of intent or purpose yeah, from a customer yeah, point of you're view. Yeah, always, you're always going on. You don't sit there and go, you know what I fancy doing? I fancy just surf, surfing. Mm. Although arguably people do do that with social media, not necessarily. Because you just, you know, you don't necessarily open up Facebook or Instagram with a purpose. It's just the old uh, mind, brain dead scrolling. I think the purpose is to find out what people are up to. I don't think it's necessarily anything mm. more than that. But I think, and then what you're hoping is you're going to trip up over an ad that makes you go, ooh. Shoes. So that does that. that <laughs> I did see some nice shoes yesterday. <laughs> Presumably, the more focused that purpose is, speaks to your understanding and knowledge of the customer and the journey and how yeah, what you want them yeah, to do. Right content, the right mm-hmm. time. So, is it, mm. and, and starting off broadening and narrowing down. Mm. So, top of the funnel to get them down. And it might not always start with purchase. That's, no, that's probably the no. end. Oh, it doesn't end, end, start. End, end. With oh, it doesn't start with purchase. Finishes with purchase. Yeah, right? it's the it's the old. We talk. It, Google did some work about that in the messy middle. I think we talked about yeah. it in the last mm. podcast, and I think that's the thing. It's like we we sometimes deal with clients that not not many now, but who kind of start off. We're going well. We'll put the ad out, and then they'll hit the landing page, and then they're going to buy. Boom! Like yeah. it's a linear yeah. progression. Yeah, it's that easy. But they did. Th- there was, I think, Google article oh, way back now. I think it was sometime last year. I remember that we, we um, it basically tracked two purchases: one for a car, new car, and one for somebody going on holiday. 
And it was something like, I can't remember, but when you look at the time frame and the number of touch points from I've decided I'm going to go on holiday to now I'm then planning my trip to actually going, it was something like 20 weeks and 2,000 touch points or something. I'm plucking these out of the air. But it was both were mm. much, much longer and complex than you. And that's the whole point of the messy, messy middle, isn't mm. it? There you've got your initial exploration, then you've got your evaluation where you're kind of distilling it down a bit. And then ultimately you're then getting to the point of trigger of decision, well, making a decision, making a purchase, whatever it is. And it's that whole that whole journey is massively complex. And like you say, content and different types of content will play a different role and have a different purpose depending on where you're at. I bought my no- my note taken up. Oh, you did? From my last I bought it. How much did you pay for it? Don't I know. What, what did you get? A note taking app? Uh, a note app. What, to do what? Write notes? Yeah. you not got that on your phone? <laughs> I just good. use the one that's on my phone called yeah. notes. Yeah. I yeah. use what's called a pen and a bit of paper. I find that most useful. Well, You're analogue, I'm digital. You're, says the man sitting with a pen and paper and in his hand. If you're digital, I'm pure quantum. <laughs> <laughs> you're so, the quantum shark quantum shark <laughs> so, it's funny when Julie's back the shark chat comes back slanging <laughs> off Stuart eh? Aye. it deflects from cousin Greg <laughs> and it just all stays away from me <laughs> which is, so, your time will come so to kind of pull all this together after purpose you've then got to understand your target customer and when we talk to clients and they go the challenge with our content is it's a bit bland you can normally put that at the door of the, well, who's your content for? And they kind of shuffle about and go, well, it's, uh, uh, and, it, it, and it becomes for everybody. everybody. <laughs> it's yeah. everybody. And that's what makes it bland. It, it, the tighter and more specific you can make the content to a particular group and you know their interest in, the more that they're going to pick up on that content and do more something. More valuable it is yeah. to them, yeah. Mm. And, that, and so because of that, when you're then trying to look at creating a content strategy, you can have two or three content strategies. I think it's very difficult to have an overarching content strategy for everything because different people will be looking for different things and as long as it's beneficial to the business and it will give a return, you can have... Different so it's about understanding streams. the path your customer takes and then creating content for the stages potentially yeah, within yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the old see, think, do model, which mm. we're not going into today because it would wrap you on. Wrap okay. You on. So when we're looking at then to guide all this, you're looking at creating a content strategy. And content strategy, from our perspective, and I love a framework, right? I love a framework. I like trying to keep it simple as often mm. as possible. Don't, don't, don't. I like a framework yeah. too. All right. I like being able to put things one. in columns. Yeah, you, you've got to have a frame because it just makes it easier to repeat. And it, it frames and also, your work. Yeah, uh-huh. it's, it's like a, we've seen a lot of them over the years, Stuart. We have seen a lot up of the wall in PowerPoints, <laughs> printed out, big frameworks with little bits of words that you've got to fill out and populate. I hate that word. And it, <laughs> what's going on here now? <laughs> no, it's just because you have a framework. Yeah, I know you love them. I, I love a framework. Yeah. So the, but my point is, the simpler the better, right? And this is a very simple framework. Gr- fantastic. Let's hear yeah, it. Yeah, good. I've, I've got a sense it may be still too complicated for you. <laughs> let's find out. Let's do that. Listener, join us on the journey. So when you're looking at building a content strategy, a content strategy is made up for us of four components. The first one is content product, and that is what type of content should we produce? What is the kind of content we're producing? For example, what? I'll go into that. In a minute. All right. But I just want to kind of lay out the four stages and then we'll go into them. Second one is customer focus. Who's this? What, who is this for? Who's mm-hmm. this content for? And what when what do they need from that content? So what what does that customer look for? And finally, what is this content going to? What's the business goal? What's this content trying to achieve? So 
if I were to, maybe, if I may, read you now. See, this works for me now. Right, okay. You, Four stages. We're about to demonstrate it content in product. relation to ourselves. Yes, content product, customer focus, customer need and business goals. And if pre-silence pre while I read you now the good content strategy. Well, it's Yeah, do it with Sean Connery. To demonstrate the strategic thinking that sits behind our creative work, we'll provide useful straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, James. Again. Right. <laughs> Deep breath. Right. Okay. To demonstrate strategic thinking. <laughs> Right, I'm right. Right. I'm why don't you do it? I'm just going to do it in a normal voice. And right. then drop I'll it in. I'll drop it in, right. Okay, so, <laughs> beep, right. So, to demonstrate the strategic thinking that sits behind our creative work, we'll provide useful, straightforward content that helps marketing and brand managers make better decisions and that positions us as a potentially useful partner in the future. Boom. Oh, that was, that was easy. That was beautiful. <sighs> There's a lot in there. There is a lot. So, let's break it down, shall we? Into the four sections. Let's break it down. So, when we're talking about content product in terms of that statement what we are what we are trying to provide is useful straightforward content and that's very much rooted in the brand of who we are which is simplicity honesty <laughs> and love chris <laughs> i was just gonna say that i was just gonna, i was gonna say just quite straightforward and straight talking yeah yeah and i think that's what it is so, i mean i think when we're looking at what that content is that is our brand. So we will talk about any subject matter in that way. Mm. Yeah. Right. Which, to be fair, when my point about you being a bit provocative and slightly ranty at times in your blog articles, it is, you know, that is staying true to that content product in terms of being straight, you know, straightforward and straight talking and all that. I think that, that's the first time Julie's almost ever complimented me <laughs> on this podcast. Well, yeah. yeah. Not quite a compliment. <laughs> yeah. I'll cut it. Yeah. Um, the one and only time. Enjoy so, it. And that, that is, that's going to be, and that's going to relate back to the experience you're going to have with that business. So what, mm -hmm. what you're, what you're, if anybody listens to this podcast and heaven forbid would phone us, <laughs> especially after this, carry on. We, we, you know, they, they, you would expect to get the same experience if suddenly. It was I think they would hope for a very different experience, to be fair. If suddenly they got, yeah, a buttoned up receptionist with very yeah. plummy yeah. voice saying, yeah. I'll place yeah. you on hold, caller. Yes, Mr. Lumsden will call you. It's, we'll see you available. now. It's available <laughs> for you. Mr. Lumsden will see you now. Chris London speaking. <laughs> you know, that's what marks our content out from everybody yep. else's. That's what that, so that content product of what we're trying to produce, tied to the brand, makes it different. Any questions about that? No, I think it's great. You can mm -hmm. do it. So the customer focus, you know, we are, we are talking to marketing and brand managers, and this is really important, especially... And I think probably for a lot of businesses is that it's really what we love is what we do and we love design and we love good comms and everything else. But what happens is you start getting a little bit insular and talking about kerning. Mm. I know. You know, um, and, and this, this, believe it or not, this, this has got a, a business purpose. We're we doing this because we want to get work and we want so to get Because someone might phone us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So that people know what we've got and we're trying to be as useful as possible and say, actually, these guys think the same as me and everything else. We're trying to promote ourselves. Mm. But then if you were, because we were talking about having different content strategies, or you mentioned that you can have different content strategies. And one of the things that we've talked about in the past with the team internally is how we face out through our social channels mm -hmm. and do talk about the work. And I think if, for example, 
potential recruits, people that we want to work with us to more of a design. There's, you know, there may be a place or I would suggest there may be a place to talk about the intricacies of design or web build if we're, you know, but if we're talking to brand managers and people who are maybe more interested in the commercial side of... No, I meant more from a potential internal audience. So if you were talking to designers or web or developers that, you know, then you've got, or, or, yeah. No, that's right, because and that would be a certainly a, a nuanced content strategy from this one. You know, you can have a different content, and I think it's right to kind of have a content strategy for that kind of group if you think it's important enough. Mm. So, yeah, absolutely. Otherwise, it can get it just keeps it on the right track. Mm. You know, yeah. just, otherwise, we're talking about ourselves as opposed to talking about things that clients are necessarily interested. In. Yeah, and it, it just keeps the focus on that as opposed to going. Customer. What we're going to talk Customer. about today? Yeah, so what are, what's going to be useful to them? Yeah, and what we're trying to do is give you content that hopefully makes you a little bit better at your job, hopefully. You know, that's the point. So full of insight and wonder. And then what we're trying to do is then, what does that customer need? So we know This is the third point, is it? the customer needs. So when we're looking at it, what what, what are these people that we're trying to talk to need on a day-to-day basis to help them? How can we be useful in their day-to-day? And so what we're trying to do is create content that gives them, if n- maybe not make better decisions, but give them maybe another point of view mm. or validate something they want to do yeah. or show to their boss, go, look, this is, it's not just me thinking this. This we're is a thing. To, yeah. 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 We're trying to be useful at every possible turn. I'm not saying that we're going to go, wonder what, wonder what the guys at Good would do. Should, what they <laughs> what would Good do? Well, probably. Probably right try there. and read their content statement <laughs> out like Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm going. Where I'm going for my next content. I'm going to the good round up. <laughs> yes. Right, stop so, it now. So that helps inform the content that we do in the podcast, and content that we put on LinkedIn, content that we put in the journal, content that we put in the email. That's what that always kind of works out as. And lastly, it all rolls up as to what you know. What, why are we doing it? And we're we're obviously trying to get new business. This is the business goal. Yeah. This is the business mm. goal. So that all wraps into. We, this is why we're trying to do it, and we're no, we know that nobody's going to listen to the podcast, especially this particular <laughs> podcast, <laughs> and then go. You know what? We're going to we're going to hire them, but maybe in a year's time when they're kind of looking at doing some brand architecture or content things, we're going to get. I'm going to look at good, and I'm going to consider good at that in that point, and that's what we're trying to do. It's just trying to, and that's the same as the content we produce for the blog. Yeah, and, you know, all of yeah. that stuff is designed with the long game in mind to, to convert business or yeah. new business or leads. Yeah, And that's where, when you tie all that content, those four component parts to, into a content strategy, that's when you've kind of got something that you can sit and just, when we're thinking about ideas, we can just run it past that very quickly and go, does this actually achieve mm. what we want to do as mm. opposed to running down rabbit holes of, well, what about... Uh, I don't know, rubbish. Why would we do that? And it's also helped having that kind of focus has definitely helped us tighten the resource and the time that we spend on you guys obviously do the majority of the writing from a blog perspective, but even from a creative team building assets, creating assets, doing stuff for LinkedIn or social, you know, it's mm. we've spent a lot of time crafting stuff in the past, you well, know, that isn't necessarily tied to either a blog piece or a or a podcast or a it's the shark, the man over there, that, that really right. drives it. He's got a great head for it, and I think you know, he's got a joking. framework. It is hard, and, and I stand corrected. The framework's fantastic, but we—you're right. We—you uh, can't create this stuff in a vacuum. You need to talk about it, and we need to bounce it around. Yeah, and I find that really useful when we're looking to try and do that and anchor it into the our strategy and what we're trying to do. Then you find those parameters actually allow you to create quite interesting niche bits of content that are relevant. Yep, yep. really, really good. 
and that's where we pull it all there. And as I say, you can have more than one content strategy. The business doesn't have a the business doesn't have a content strategy, but you know, duly identified designers, and we should, if we were looking to recruit, what would that content strategy look like to make a make mm-hmm. good look, uh, make good uh, an appealing place to work and be tested and challenged and and all that kind of. Three-star workplace. A three-star, totally three-star <laughs> workplace. I'd say I just live a five-star We're workplace. definitely five-star. Yeah, star. you know, it's we're just not. three-star podcast. <laughs> what do you mean we're not? Well, cupboard doors falling off. <laughs> you know. Grief, it's about more than that. All right. I know. It's about the culture, man. That adds character. To True culture. character. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and anyway, the cupboard doors are not falling off anymore. Nobody's That's here. That's because there's nobody here. <laughs> there's nobody here. There's no heat now. There's no hot water. <laughs> Both things are true, <laughs> and now and and that's not the end of the content story. Oh, oh no! Oh, no, 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 where that came no, from. This no, is just no. the beginning. It's just the beginning. But I think if you don't have that, if you don't have the brand correct to kind of guide yeah. the tone, the anchor, then then it's just going to be a bit of me too content. Who cares? And if mm. you don't have the content strategy, just to make sure that that you know that it's going to be content that's worthwhile and that has a return. That and has a purpose for the business and gives and is useful to the customer that you're trying to attract. Then everything else about placement and content yeah. ideation and all that content ideation, but you know, content all that planning, let's content, call it planning. content yeah, planning, yeah, thank you. All the content planning stuff. That's when, if you don't have that at the beginning, it can turn into. Well, it becomes it. It just feeds that complexity thing, doesn't it? Absolutely. Because you lose that focus. Absolutely. It's, so it should, yeah, it's difficult. So everyone fights with it, and we do still. And you know, mm. but our role is to help clients make that slightly easier. Yeah, and I think we and it's just making it. Once you, I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff after this, but I think it certainly helped us practice what we preach and just kind of making it a bit better and a bit more focused. And you can see the results. Our SEO results are, are better because we know what people are looking for and, mm. and we've you know we've seen that and we are ranking in Google for terms that we want we want to be ranked for and, and get traffic in that way. So I mean it all ties in and it all works and all's there. So that yeah but it's and the presumably long game, from a, a yeah, yeah I was gonna say presumably from a reporting point of view if you've got that focus and you know what you're measuring against then it also you know if you're doing a million things and pushing it out into a million places, then getting any real sense of what's delivering and what it's achieving is going to be extremely difficult. Whereas a lot more kind of focus means you're, you know, that kind of measurement and reporting element is presumably working better as well. Yep. So that's that. Cool. If you like us, leave a wee review on Apple please. That would be nice. And if Somebody left us a really nice review or emailed us. It was Tom. Tom Reed. Thanks, Tom. Don't, what a lovely thing uh, to say. A lovely thing. And also, if you do find this useful, tell a friend. Mm. Tell a friend and, and share the good love because, we, you know, we oh. like doing this. And, and if there's anything you want to... You'll get a chocolate Fredo in the post. You'll get a chocolate <laughs> Fredo. We're not above chocolate Fredo bribery. So um, <laughs> that's always there. But no, yeah, tell a friend. Leave us a wee review. We'd be very grateful. Well said. Thank you very much. Wonderful. Is that us? Boom. <laughs>